Good evening, everyone. We're ready for Faribault Falcon football against the Cass and Manorville Comets from Bruce Smith Field. A very soggy field it is tonight. I got to be honest. I did not think we would get this game in when I left Carleton College this afternoon and that thrilling 31-27 victory over the Hamlin Pipers. I saw streak lightning from uh, Faribault, and I didn't think there was any way that we we have in this football game. But thank heavens we are going to get it in, it appears. The teams are warming up. It's raining pretty hard, but we haven't seen any lightning for a while. Have we got any real wood in here to knock on? I don't know if there's any real wood in here to knock on. But anyway, oh, okay. I'm knocking on the real wood. That the lightning stays away and we can get this game in. Now, this turf is perfect for Faribault's new power T offense, right? Meanwhile, Cass and Manorville likes to mix things up a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I saw a couple of pregame warm-up fumbles of a snap by the Comet quarterback. I was watching him quite extensively with my binoculars, and there was more than one fumble, the exchange of the center to the quarterback, which can happen on slippery days like this. It can happen for Faribault, too. I'm not saying it can't. But that could be (laughs) interesting, right? It could be interesting. I doubt we're going to have a real packed crowd because it is raining so hard. But if you come, folks, you can get a free pork sandwich and a free chocolate malt. I uh, partook in a couple of the pork sandwiches, and I had the malt, and I'm telling you, they're outstanding. And it's the best price around free. Now, I did put some money in the donation jar, but it's not required. If you so desire, you can get a free sandwich and a free malt out here. They're serving until 7, so you got about 8 minutes to get out here and get your free sandwich and your free malt. Other than that, I think the concession stand will be open, and they do do great concessions here at Bruce Smith Field in Faribault. Comets are still on the field warming up. The Falcons have been down in their locker room for an extended period of time here so they can get dry, right, before they come back out to start this game. And we're looking for an interesting affair here between the two teams that are in the Skyway Platinum. That's right. The Skyway Platinum, they change the name of this thing every year, which I don't understand. Can we keep the name consistent at least? The Skyway Platinum, it's the uh, Falcons in there along with the Comets, the Byron Bears, the Winona Winhawks, and the Austin Packers. By the way, next week, Faribault has their homecoming, I believe, and the Austin Packers will be coming to town take on the Faribault Falcons next week. We go to Winona. And I can't remember if Byron comes here or we go to Byron, but that's later in the year, and so I'm not going to worry about it. And I think our season finale on that Wednesday of MEA week is at Glencoe Silver Lake, which is up by Hutchinson, for gosh sakes. That's over in, that's over a 90-minute drive. I don't understand why you can't find closer opponents, but, again, I'm not, uh, I'm not the high school league. They kind of put the schedule together, from what I understand. So the Comets have concluded their warm-ups. They're going to go back at some final instructions in the uh, end zone there. They could go back inside if they so desire, but they desired to stay out in the rain. And it has been raining rather hard here in Faribault, Minnesota. Looking at the radar, the rain should be stopping in the not-too-distant future. Last time I looked at the radar, anyway. And there is some stuff coming from behind, but hopefully it's not going to be the stormy variety. Hopefully not the stormy variety. Our broadcast is service of Malika's Auto Body Faribault. 
by Faribault Air Conditioning, Fairway Meat Grocery, Faribault Foods, Amesbury Truth, Faribault Transportation, KM Telecom out of Casson is helping us deliver this game to folks back in Casson and Manterville as well, right? Back to Casson and Manterville. Uh, First United Bank, Metcon Companies is also bringing you our broadcast here today. From Bruce Smith Field in Faribault. And I have completely lost. Oh, great. We're going to have a 30-minute delay, huh? Well, that's what it sounds like. What is happening on the field currently right now, ladies and gentlemen, looks like the referee has blown his whistle, which means we are currently in a weather delay. All right. Well, I guess we're in a weather delay. for everyone in the bleacher area right now is to please get out of the bleacher area. Either going to your cars or going underneath the bleacher area would be a safer place at this point with the delay. So we got a weather delay here, and if I can get back into this thing, I'll play some music for you. Somehow I got popped out. And we'll spin some tunes. That's the old uh, turntable version, right? Spin some tunes. In this case, it's digital, so there's no spinning of tunes. There's no spinning of tunes. No, I'm just saying, yeah, thank you. No spinning of tunes.
The largest on-air library of classic rock is on the station committed to playing it all on Power 96.
Play on Power 96 is brought to you by People Ready, Central Avenue in downtown Faribault. Local, experienced, and innovative. Your industrial staffing agency.
Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels. Lonely as I am, together we cry. I drive on the streets, girl. Committed to classic rock. Power 96. 
Power 96 rocks. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. The largest on-air library of classic rock is on the station committed to playing it all on Power 96. committed to classic rock power 96 
96. The Classic Rock Station. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress as fast until you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's still rock and roll to me. What's the matter with the car I'm driving? Can't you tell that it's out of style? Should I get a set of white wall tires? Are you gonna cruise the Miracle Mile? Nowadays you can't be too sentimental Your best next true baby blue continental Hot funk, cool punk Even if it's old junk it's still rock and roll to me Oh, it doesn't matter what you say in the paper Cause it's always been the same old thing Say the new rain in town But you can't get the sound From the story in a magazine Hey, that's your It's so easy to play up your breakdown. 
The largest on-air library of classic rock is on the station committed to playing it all on Power 96.
Thanks for rocking with Power 96. Yes, we are ready for some football. We're finally going to get this game underway. It is raining very hard here at Bruce Smithfield, but the lightning has pretty much subsided. Cross your toes, cross your fingers, that we can get this game in. As the Cass and Manorville Comets are in town to take on the Faribault Falcons. Falcons in their green, white stripe down the side of their pants, white numerals, the solid green helmets, and the Cass and Manorville Comets are in their primarily white uniforms with blue trim. They got the cool KM on the side of their helmets. By cool, I mean it's not, it's not the old block letters. It's, it's uh, scribbling letters, right? On the side of their helmets, KM for Cass and Manterville. So we are going to get this game underway, it appears. And it appears that uh, Faribault will be kicking off left to right in your radio dial. And the Comets will be going right to left. Cass and Manterville will receive to start the ball game. They will defend the West goal. Defending the East goal and kicking off so J.J. Schroet will tee it up. He's a 6'1", 160-pound junior. He's their quarterback. Did not play in week two in that loss to Northfield. In the two games he's played in, the Falcons have won. So back deep for the Comets. Let's see here. On the near side, I see Kyson Tomey. He's a 6'2", 183-pound junior. As Schultz waiting for the official to say go. And I think the official is going to say go. So here we're off. The game underway. Near side hash mark was the ball. It is going to be kicked out of the end zone. Schultz kick goes into the end zone for a touchback. Casadano will start the ball game first and 10. So the Comets will start on their 20. I still get a kick out of high school starting at the 20 and college at the 25 and pros at the 25 (laughs) when it goes out of the end zone. And I think high school kids can go farther than the pros and the college kids, I guess. So from the 20-yard line, it'll be first and 10, right to left in your radio dial. The center is Tyler Paulson. He's a six foot one hundred eighty five pound senior. The right guard is Preston Schaefer, six three one ninety pounds, a senior. The quarterback under center takes the snap. He had a couple of bad exchanges on the uh and he, this one's not a bad exchange. It goes all the way out the far sideline and gets close to midfield. As they have the ball all over the place. Jeremiah Peterson, 5'11", 180-pound sophomore. They had a fake here and a fake there. And, and of course, that means you got to be really disciplined on defense. I mean really disciplined. Kyle Nelson is their quarterback. He's a 5'11", 165-pound senior. In the uh, double wing. Man in motion, handoff to the fullback up the middle. He's got a keeping hold. He's going to take it into Falcon territory all the way down to the 37-yard line. So big chunks on the first two plays of this game. They go from the 20-yard line all the way down to the 32, or excuse me, the 37 of Faribault. On just a couple of plays. That tells you a little bit about this offensive line for the Comets. The left tackle is Drew Fredrickson. He's a 6'4", 240-pound junior. 
Drew Weigel's the left guard. He's 230-6-2. Is a handoff up the middle again. This time the Falcons do stuff it. Nice job on the play to make the tackle. Coming up to make that tackle was Jaden Hart. He's a 5'10", 165-pound junior. Hardy on the tackle again. Gain of three up to the Falcon 34. Be second and seven for KM. Also, Yetzer was in on that stop, and Isaac was hurt last week. It's nice to see him back. So here we go again with their double wing. Fullback just a couple yards behind the quarterback. Peterson keeps it himself. He'll be brought down. Nice open field tackle by Hart. Hart again was there, along with Nolan Vogelsberg, the 5'10", 156-pound junior. Talk about playing to your name, Hart. Not a big guy, but he plays with a lot of heart. Jaden's 165. He's a junior. So from the 33-yard line, it'll be third down and about six. Peterson under center. There's somebody not in the game that's supposed to be in the game, according to one of the players who who uh, flashes to the sideline. A timeout's going to be taken by Peterson because they didn't have the personnel they wanted in timeout the game. And on their opening drive, they're going to take a timeout here. One of the receivers that motioned to the sideline, he didn't think the right personnel was in the game, and the quarterback Peterson agreed and took the timeout. In your two-down territory here in this kind of weather. I would think if you didn't go, if you didn't make it now, you'd go for it. It's going to be a field position kind of game with the rain coming down hard and got to be a pretty slick surface. Soccer's played on this field as well as football, so footing down there might not be the best. As Peterson under center. He barks out those signals. Man goes in motion. Handoff is faked. He's going to pitch to the man who was in motion, and a good job corralling him. I don't know if he, he might have gotten a yard, but an outstanding play coming flying up was Preston Berger, the 6'1", 185-pound senior. And he'll take it to the 30. Well, I don't know if he got much of anything. It's going to be maybe a yard or two. And it'll be fourth down. And like I said, they're going for it. Going for it on fourth down. Everybody's in pretty tight here. For Cass and Manorville. And uh uh-oh, the Falcon jumped over. Man, oh, man, it was fourth down. And he jumped over. Oh, they're going to call it on the Comets. Wow. Nope, they turned the other way. They say, yeah, this is a Falcon penalty. We're going to go Comet way. So it's going to be fourth and one. I thought it got him a first down, to be honest. And it did. It got him a first down. Well, that's a big penalty. Man, oh, man, you had it. Fourth down and several yards, and now they gave them a first down on the penalty. It's Christmas in September. Fake 
Well, they did hand off up the middle, but again, Faribault bottles that up really good. On the stop that time for the Falcons was Joey Steinberg, the 5'9", 170-pound senior. Met him right there in the hole. So it's going to be at the 25-yard line. Uh, second down and about eight. You can't be jumping offside here. Second and eight. As Peterson under center is going to pitch it again. He's going to roll to the left. He bounces it outside. He wanted to bounce it out more, but Hart wouldn't let him. Power toss around left hand, strung to the sideline. 22, Emmett Rickey on the carry for the Comets. So it's going to be third down and about, oh. Coming out at the 21-yard line. Third down and about three. Maybe four. Third and four for KM at the Falcon. 21. So wide receiver right. And I mean he's wide right to try and spread this defense out a bit. Peterson's under center. He'll hand off the fullback up the middle. No, he'll hand it off. He'll he'll roll off the right. And they're going to stop him. Good job. They stopped him to the Faribault Falcons. And Hart was in the neighborhood again. as They handed that football off to... Jeremiah Peterson, the sophomore, he's 5'11", 180, and he's only a sophomore. But he runs hard. And it's going to be fourth down and about two, the ball at the 15-yard line. Boy, if the Falcons could get a stop here, it would be huge. No passes yet by Cassin Manorville. If you want to get connected to high-speed Internet, check out KM Telecom and Cassin. And this is not conducive for passing this weather tonight. Heavy rain and terrible. Peterson's going to hand off up the middle, and he's got the first down. I, th- I think he just got the first down. Yetzer on the stop. They handed it off to the first guy. The fullback came through the hole, and I think he got the first down. That's Dominic Mann, the six foot, one hundred eighty pound senior. And yes, they are moving the chains. And they can get a first down before scoring because they're at the 16. So same formation. Everybody in tight except one receiver wide left. Handoff goes the second man off to the left. He slipped as he was going to make a cut. Covering up. Covering him up that time was Cooper Lightnum, the six foot one hundred seventy pound senior. He covered him up, but he slipped before he actually got there. And that's the kind of footing we got here tonight. Second and eleven here, ball at the seventeen. So a receiver wide right in the double wings. Peterson under center. One wing goes right. Handoff goes the back up the middle. He gets tripped up. Lightnum again uh, got an ankle pick there to stop him, trip him up a bit. As the handoff again went to Dominic Mann. So it's going to be third down and six. Peterson will come under center. He wiped his hands on his towel. He'll 
bark out those signals. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off up the middle and stuffed by Faribault. Good job by the Falcons. He got maybe to the 11, but that's going to be about it. A one-yard pickup will make it fourth down. Fourth down. This is a perfect spot if you're the Comets for play-action pass, even in the rain. We'll see what they decide to do here. Got the Falcon logo at midfield. There's Falcons in white outline in the end zone to my left. That's the end zone that the Comets are going into, right to left. Falcons are hoping they don't get in there. It's fourth down, fourth down, and about four. Man in motion. He's going to hand off to the fullback. No, he's going to keep it himself, and he's going to have a touchdown. The penalty flag is down, so this might come back. Yep, it's coming back, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming back. Yeah, I thought there might have been a little something. It's a hold there. It's, that's how he got the corner there at the five. Guy was about ready to make a tackle, and he got held on the play. So this is coming back. The Comets will not score the touchdown. They'll mark the ball at the 16-yard line. The official's going, is this where the ball's supposed to be? Markoff brings the ball back to the 16-yard line. So from the 16. That makes it fourth and 10. They got a fourth and 10 here. Again, the double wings. Wingback goes in motion. He looks to throw. He's going to throw over the middle. It's a missed tackle in the open, and he's going to try and motor toward the end zone, and I think he made it. It's a touchdown by the Comets. Gets the screen pass off to the right complete. There was a missed tackle in there, or it would have been a stuffed play. Just that close to stopping him was the Faribault Falcons. Man, oh, man. The young man has to be upset that he didn't make that tackle. And he was able to get enough speed to get the corner and get it in. As they'll go for two here. Well, there's a time for something here. Did call timeout? Yeah. Timeout on the field, Faribault, their first timeout of the first half. So Faribault took a timeout. I don't understand that, but obviously they saw something or somebody didn't get out of the field or something. So the Comets up 6-0, trying to make it 7-0 here. Scored on a fourth down in 10. And they had, a, they had him in the backfield there. An open field tackle was missed, or he would have been stuffed, and Faribault would be having the ball right now with no score by Comets. That's how they call this a game of inches. So Peterson will come under center. And he'll take it himself. 
that looked like a silent count or something because there was a gaping hole up the middle. He tapped him on the derriere. The center pulled out before anybody else. And there was nobody, I mean nobody in the hole whatsoever. That was maybe the easiest quarterback keeper I've seen. Man, oh, man, went right up the middle. So the Comets score on their first possession, got a little help. Unfortunately, it was an offside and and that sort of thing, so... Terrible Falcons going to have to try and answer here. They did get the two-point conversion, didn't they? Isn't it supposed to be? He was? That hole was, I could have run through that hole. There was nobody there. How did he not get in the end zone? Anyway, they didn't. Get, they didn't get in. Six nothing. I mean, it was a gaping hole, folks, right up the Here middle. The Looked like the parting of the Red Sea. So I don't know how he didn't make it. In any event, Fairbowl with an extra point could take a lead here. Of course, you got to score first. And we are a short kick. It's going to bounce, 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 and he's going to fall on it. Smart move there. Yep, you don't want to chance too many things. That was Stessel. So at the 29-yard line or 30-yard line, it'll be first and 10, terrible. First and 10. Ball be up there on 29-yard line. Yeah. Quarterback number seven, J.J. Schroth. So Schroth's the quarterback, this uh, power P formation. He'll spin, hand off. No, he'll keep it himself. No, he'll hand it off. Up the middle, he's out the open. It's Schultz. He's at the 50. He's at the 45, the 40, the 35, and gets pushed out of bounds. What a big chunk play that is. From the 29 all the way down to the Comets. And put the ball down. Yeah, I think it's be about the 36. Schultz is carried out to the KM 36. First to 10 fair ball. Now is that for a chunk play? All the way down, actually going to mark it to their 37. So call me a liar. Again, it's the power team boy did it work on that play Schroeder under center he's going to hand off to Schultz again Schultz is stacked up diving forward he'll pick up maybe two three yards or he stopped there Adam Darvo is a 6'1 185 pound senior one of the linebackers for this Comet team just inside the 35. We'll call it the 34. Second and eight for the Falcons. So Schroeder under center. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off. He's going to bounce off to the left. He breaks the tackle, breaks another tackle, dives forward. He's very close to the first down. A nice run that time by J.T. Housen, the 5'9", 150-pound senior. He shirked a couple of would-be tacklers. And I did not see any flags, so it'll be third down 
and short, and you're in two-down territory here. Fast-moving first quarter because, well, there's only been one pass. So Schroet comes under center, wipes his hands off, smart move, hands it off up the middle, and it's going to be a first down. Schultz is going to take it down to about the 19-yard line. It'll be a first down for Faribault at the 19. So the Falcons are moving on a good Comet team here. I mean, Javis Williams, 6'2", 280-pounder, is the nose guard. And we got a little movement on the line. So, a little antsy that time were the Falcons. And calling his own number to come out is Nolan Vogelsberg here. He taps his helmet, comes out. And checking in for the Falcons is Stetzel. He's the left end in this formation. Everybody's in tight. Lightning's on the right side. Trip backs behind Schroet. He'll hand it off up the middle. And... Now they pick up a few yards, but get back to the original line of scrimmage a little bit over that. Schultz does. <laughs> These nose guard I was just telling you about, Demarion, Demarion Williams, a 6'3", 250-pound junior, was motioning the official that he thought he was held. So Schroet comes under center on a second down and nine. He'll hand it off and nothing there. Man, that was stacked up the moment he handed him the football. That fooled nobody. They tried to get it, Housen, to off the left side, and he ends up losing a yard. Maybe two. It'll be third and 11. So third and 11, boy, they went right down the field now, and the Falcons are sputtering a bit here. It's amazing what penalties will do. So it's third and 11 from the 20. Like I said earlier, this two-down territory, it's still raining sheets here, or should I say Falcons. Handoff goes, and he stumbles and stumbles more, and then he's brought down. He never got his footing on the play. Never got his footing, tried to get it to Hart. Jaden Hart, and he just never was able to get outside. He kept losing his footing. So it's going to be fourth down and 12. Fourth and 12 with under a minute to go here in the first quarter already. Is that right? That was 47 seconds to go. Boy, is that a fast-moving quarter. Monica's Auto Body will bring you our crunch time fairball player or players of the game at the conclusion of our broadcast. Schroeder under center. He's going to roll to his left. He's going to throw to his left. He's got his man out there, and it's incomplete. Well, had they been able to connect, uh, the Faribault Falcon was turning to the official and saying uh, Mr. Vogelsberg was, uh, gee, I think I was held on the play, but the official said, well, I didn't see any, son, so 
And I'm the guy who makes that determination. 26 seconds to go first quarter. It's 6-0 Cass and Manorville. <laughs> it sure looked like it was going to be eight, man. There was a gaping hole in that. It looked like he tapped the center, and there was nobody in front of the center. He shot into the end zone. And they say he didn't make it into the end zone. The quarterback, Peterson, on the keeper. So Peterson's under center. Man goes in motion. He's going to hand off to the fullback up the middle. He's brought down after a few yards on the play. Yetzer's up there. Lightning's up there as they handle the ball off. That time to uh, Dominic Mann, the six foot, one hundred eighty pound senior. And the first quarter is going to tick off, and Cassid Manerville is in no hurry to to snap the football. So that'll be the end of the first quarter with the Comets up six nothing on the Falcons here on Power ninety six ninety five point nine on your FM dial in Faribault, Minnesota. A Town Square media station, your radio home for Faribault. Monica's Auto Body in Faribault is proud to serve the Faribault area. Monica's Auto Body is a full-service auto body repair shop. For over two decades, they've repaired and improved car bodies in the Faribault area. Monica's can handle anything from a simple dent repair to full frame straightening. Monica's certified technician, state-of-the-art equipment, and relentless commitment to serving their customers will get you back on the road safely and efficiently. Free estimates and loaner vehicle, monicasautobody.com. Monica's Autobody, where experience matters. The next time you turn on your air conditioner, it just might turn on you. An air conditioner will run inefficiently long before it breaks down, slowly, insidiously raising your utility bill. So call today for a new energy-efficient Amana brand air conditioner. Amana, America's brand for comfort. Contact Fairbow Air Conditioning and Heating at 334-6408. Now you get ready to start the second quarter. Six-nothing. Comets have a second down at about five. They're on the 27-yard line of the Canson Manorville Comets. Moving left to right in your radio dial here in the second quarter. Peterson under center, man in motion. The handoff goes up the middle again, and it's stuffed again. Nice job there. Vogelsberg on the stop. Yetzer was there. But Vogelsberg, the main tackler. And so he, yeah, he got a few yards. It'll be third down and two. As the official's covering up that football so it's not too wet. Got a towel over it, stands over it, then puts it down as they're ready to come to the football. Peterson under center. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off up the middle again, and not much there, but it was enough for a first down. He only had to get a couple yards. Ball carry again was man. Falcons are looking to the sideline of the chains. He did make it. So it'll be first and ten for the 32 for the Cass and Manorville Comets. Again, their center is Tyler Paulson. He's six feet, 185 pounds, a senior. As he will snap the football, man turns and hands it off. Off the left side this time goes man from Peterson. And he has a good chunk of change on that one. Lightning hanging on to his legs. Yetzer was there as well. Good sportsmanship there by one of the linemen for Cass and Manorville who helped up Mr. Yetzer. Drew Weigel is a 6'2", 230-pound senior. 
It'll be second down and about four as he takes it out to the 38. Receiver left wide. Double wings. Peterson with man standing behind him. There's the handoff again, and what penetration! Vogelsberg came up, and nobody touched him, and Vogelsberg just wrapped his legs and brought him down. Textbook tackle by Vogelsberg. That was awesome. Or Joey Steinberg was there. The 5'9", 170-pound senior made a great play. Joey Steinberg knife through. That was awesome. Bring up a third and five for the Cubs. My, oh, my, that was awesome. It'll be third down. Again, the double wing. The man goes in motion. He hands it off up the middle, and man will be dropped. Another nice tackle that time by Joey Steinberg. A solo tackle up the middle. And it looks like he's close to the chain. Boy, I didn't think he was going to make the chain. Where they've got it spotted, it might be a first down. They gave him a first down. They didn't even measure. You can ask for a measurement, can't you? It looks like he's short of the line to gain, and they give him a first down. They didn't even measure. And I mean, it's close. I suppose the rain, they just want to keep the game going and uh, hand off. Man, and he gets, oh, man. What a great series on defense. Joey Steinberg again comes running through. <laughs> and I'm sure Cassin Manerville saying, are we going to block this guy or what? He's been knifing through time after time. It'll be <laughs> second along. I still don't know that they got that first down, to be honest. I don't understand why they didn't measure. It looked like it was short of the line to gain. So from the 40-yard line, Cass and Manerville left to right. Boy, have they owned the time of possession in this first half. A quick pitch. Wingback was moving toward the left. He's going to cut sideways, diagonally. He dropped the football, but they say he did not drop the football. Faribault jumped on it. The ball's at the 49-yard line of Faribault as he was running up the near side hash mark and then went diagonally up the field. He's right at the Falcon logo. 49-yard line. It'll be third down. And a long one or a short two. Peterson under center. In the double wings. Looks out over that line, takes the snap, hands it off, and... They got the first down and more. Down to about the 44. As they unstack, Yetzer is one of the guys there. Also there was Stessel. So the ball's at the 44-yard line. Talk about owning the football. The Comets just continue to grind it out. Receiver off to the right. Peterson under center will hand off up the middle and not much there. 
Man tried to get the the initial guy wasn't able to bring him down, but getting up off the bottom of the pile again is uh, Steinberg. He got some help from his friends that time as Hausen was there. Hausen also there. Racing off the field here for Faribault is Baron Wormerskirchen, the 6'1", 265-pound junior, with 6.45 to go in the first half. 6 nothing. Cass and Manorville leads it. They've had one pass, and that was the touchdown. And he's going to quick toss it to the right. The toss will get them down to the 40-yard line. It's Toby. Oliver Shoup was over there. Went down to the 40-yard line. Wormer Skirchen's going to check back in here. Herbo needs a turnover. As I said, when they were warming up, the quarterback, Peterson, had the ball slip out of his hands a few times in the center exchange. That's what the Falcons need right here. Falcons did move the ball in their first series, but then they sputtered. A penalty didn't help. Here he's running off to the left, and that might have been a hold that was not called as he's going to go all the way down the far sideline. I didn't see any flags as he was turning the corner. It appeared that the Falcon was held up trying to get over there, but I don't see a flag. Ricky driven out of bounds at the Fairboat 22. That's a first and 10 for the Cowboys. So a first and 10 for the 22-yard line of Cass and Manorville. Well, I'd love to see a replay of that. As Paulson comes out over the football. Snaps it to Peterson. He'll hand it off to Mann. Mann goes up the middle, and he's going to take it down to about the 15-yard line. Yetzer had a leg. And also on the play that time was... Baron Wormerskirchen with 5.23 to go in this first half. Man, oh man, Faribault's only had the ball once, haven't they? <laughs> in the whole first half. The Comets have just owned, I mean owned the football. Might as well just put KM on the football. As he's under center, takes the snap, he'll hand it off. And it's a different back this time. He's going to get down maybe to back to the 15. A host of Falcons are there. Young man's having trouble getting up here. He was on the bottom of that pile. For the Faribault Falcons, it's Roman Garcia, the 6'3", 260-pound senior. And at the conclusion of our game, we'll have our Malika's auto body crunch time Faribault player or players of the game. And It'll more than likely be a defensive player the way things are because they're not getting to play any offense tonight. Comets are just owning the football. As Peterson barks out the signals, he'll hand it off to Mann. Mann finds a hole. had not been a lot of them. Dribble's done a nice job so far, but he goes all the way down inside the 10. And they're on the doorstep of a second touchdown here. I'm going to mark the ball, I think, at the 8, something like that. Brought down at the Faribault 8-yard line. First and goal for KM. So it's first and goal from the 8 for the Casson manorville Comets. 
in the double wing. Peterson under center. He'll hand it off, and he lost his footing to man. He also had his leg brought out from under him. That helped in terms of losing the footing. And I'm telling you, Steinberg again was on the stop. Man, oh, man, is that guy having a half. Go again on the play. will be second and goal from the eight-yard line for the Cubs. Three twenty-four to go in this first half. Halftime, we'll have a garlic's water conditioning halftime report, and hopefully we'll get some stats. Receiver goes wide left to spread out the defense. Man goes in motion right to left. He gets the pitch. He almost bobbled it, and somebody lost a hat as he gets down to about the five-yard line. There's a nice block out there. They quick pitched it out to uh, Tommy. The tight end on the left side laid a really good block on that play. I'm going to get his name in a moment. Peterson in uh, hands it off, and Mann's trying to drag people, and he gets pushed back. Hanging on to his leg for dear life was guess who? <laughs> My, oh, my, is this guy had a half. Joey Steinberg was handing on to his ankles, and he got help from his friends up top. So it's going to be fourth and, or excuse me, yeah, fourth and goal from the two. Well, you need to stop here if you're fairable if you get it. Hand off up the middle, and he's in for the touchdown. Man just went right up the middle and scored. They've been stuffing that all night, but not on that play. Man gets the touchdown. A couple of yards out. Comes with a minute 51 to go in the half. Boy, I tell you, I don't know if I've seen this kind of a lopsided time of possession in a long time. They they just have owned the football. They're going for two here. There's a quick pitch right. He's going to find a hole, and he's going to run it into the end zone. It's Tomey. He quick pitched it to Tomey for the two-point run. And the Comets have themselves a 14-0 lead with a minute 51 to go. If you just joined us, Terrible Falcons have had the ball once in this first half. They moved down the field, but then when they got close, they had a penalty, which really brought them back, and you can't do that against good teams, and this is a good Comet team. Minute 51 to go. (laughs) It's only been... A pass, one. For the uh, Comets and all of this, so their line is dominated play here, although Faribault's done a nice job. I'm just, they're just getting them like four or five yards, three, four, five yards in a clip. They're getting the first downs, and that's all that matters, right? Faribault can't score if they don't have the football. So getting ready to kick it off here is going to be Sam Gronke. Gronke's a six foot, one hundred seventy-five pound junior. Back to receive the kick. 
On the far side is Schultz. And on the near side is Nolan Vogelsberg. Vogelsberg stands at the 10. Schultz stands at the 5. Gronke gets ready to put his foot into it. Minute 51 to go in the half. Far side hash mark. The kickoff is made. It's going to bounce. And taking it on the bounce is Schultz. He's at the 20. He's at the 25. And he gets out to about the 27 or 8. He's upset. He thought he should have got more on the play. Brought down on the play by number 31, William Marty. I think they're going to mark it at the 28. All in all, that's a pretty good return. It's actually at the 29, which is where they started last time. In the power tee, Schrote has not run the ball yet. He's going to hand it off up the middle and gets a big old bear hug to the ground. Does Schultz. He was able to stave off the blocker that time. The stop was made by Grover. Griffin Grover, he's a 5'10", 200-pound sophomore. In the power tee. Schroet's going to run for the first time here, but there's nothing out there. I mean nothing. He got out there, and they swarmed to him, and that was it. Losing yardage on the play big time. He's second and about 14. Lost back. To the 26, we'll make a third and 13. They haven't been on offense much tonight. Rick Sanchez, this, the center. Schroet comes under center here, and that power T will hand it off, and a broken tackle by Hauser, Hausen and and that's it. So Hausen went to the left. He said, uh-oh, there's a lot of big guys over here. I think I'll try to go to the center, and that didn't work either. So the Comets take a timeout because they think they could maybe score again. Twenty seconds on the clock. Beautiful big scoreboard here at Bruce Smith Field. I told them during the rain delay they should have put a movie up there. It would get something for people to watch, but no, they they didn't like that idea. I suppose you got to pay for the rights for a movie. So Schroet will be the punter here. And it looks like the returner is going to be Jeremiah Peterson, the sophomore. He's standing at his 49. Verbal just got a guy on the field here late. Schrode, and he might have started early, is going to kick it. It's going to bounce. He lets it bounce. And they will have a shot here. 48. Put it down at the KM 48. So from the 48-yard line, 
Comets will have it first and ten. They have 11 seconds showing on the clock. Ernie Gosfeld here at the Power 96 Sports Microphone. Earlier today, Carlton Knights were 31-27 victors over Hamlin. An exciting MIC Conference opener at Laird Stadium next week. Right here on Power 96, there'll be a Concordia in Moorhead. The Cobbers will host the Knights. We'll get underway about 145 here on Power 96. Next Friday, the Austin Packers are here at Bruce Smith Field to tangle with the Falcons. As Peterson under center takes the snap, they'll hand it off to Mann. They want a chunk play here, and they're not going to get it. Holding on for dear life from behind is Lightnum. Also, there was Yetzer. And there's five seconds left, and we had a timeout here. Well, he sure got a lot more yardage than I thought. Picks up about six yards. It'll be second and four. I've always loved that uh, double wing style offense. You have the backs up close to the quarterback. A lot of different options, just like the power T, right? A lot of different options. So with five seconds to go in the half, we'll see what they do. They got one receiver off to the left. That's the short side of the field. A snap. Peterson drops straight back to pass. Wings it over the middle. Is almost picked off and probably should have been. Right off the hands of Hart. But even if he picks it off, is he going to take it to the house? Great play by Hart to knock down the ball. And that's the end of the first half. Your score, all things considered, not bad at all. It's 14 nothing. Cass and Vanderbilt leads the Faribault Falcons here at halftime. And remember, this Faribault Falcon team on this very field in their opener was down at halftime, and they came back and won it. Of course, no offense to St. Anthony Village, but they are not the Cass and Vanderbilt Comets. We'll see if the Falcons can do it again as halftime comes your way next. The Garlic's Water Conditioning Halftime. Fairway Meat and Grocery is a proud sponsor of Fairbow Falcon Football. Fall is tailgating time. Are you planning your tailgate party? Fairway Meat and Grocery has all your game day party favorites. With USDA choice steaks, fresh produce, snacks, and meat and cheese trays, Fairway meets all your game day needs. Shop online for curbside pickup or grab our weekly ad when you shop the store. Fairway Meat and Groceries open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. for all your grocery needs. Go Falcons! Fairbow Foods has been a pillar of the Fairbow community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. 
And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Do you have kids or grandkids in Fairboat Sports? You could drive the bus and not miss an event. Fairboat Transportation, Minnesota's coaches, invite you to join their team with flexible full and part-time positions as route, athletic event, field trip, and or motor coach drivers. Paid CDL training offered on-site and wages starting at $21 an hour. Call 507-334-5121 or stop into Fairboat Transportation to apply. Fairboat Transportation is proud to safely transport our Fairboat students and athletes. KM Telecom's fiber optic network provides the fastest internet in the area. Don't wait and wait for your files or videos to download. Switch to KM Telecom's Whip It Full Boogie Internet. 20 times faster than cable and consistently fast even at peak times. Up to 1 gig internet for efficient work and more play with unlimited internet data. Included with every KM Telecom internet package. Free 24-7 internet tech support. Free use of a modem. KM Telecom cast and get the details at KMTel.com. That's KMTEL. Metcon Companies is a proud supporter of Faribault Public Schools and wishes best of luck to all the players in today's contest. Metcon is a family of commercial construction companies founded in 1978. They are your single source partner for commercial and industrial construction. As a full service general contractor with a complete range of capabilities, their motto is, we can do it. To learn more about Metcon, go to their website, met-con.com. Go Falcons. First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna presents the story of Bill and Penny. Penny coined many phrases and has always flipped when it comes to making a decision. Bill prefers his thoughts on paper. Penny saved herself from embarrassing situations in the past, earning accolades from a quarter of her friends. Bill is more current, see, he lives in the present. But one thing Penny and Bill can both agree on, First United Bank understands their value. It just makes sense to trust First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. How important is security to you and your family? Tom's Lock and Key gives you that peace of mind. Security. With combination changes, car openings, auto lock service, rekeying, safe repair, to new installation. Security has never been more important. Whether it's a business or home, Tom's Lock and Key reminds you if you haven't updated your business locks in the past five years, you should to ensure your keyholder list is up to date. Tom's Lock and Key, 1220A Northwest 4th Street, two blocks east of Arby's in Fairbow, 332-2777. Good luck, Falcons. Well, we have got a 14 nothing cast and manner of a lead during your garlic's water conditioning halftime report. If you've got problem water... There's no better place to go than garlic's water conditioning right here in Faribault. They will diagnose your problem. They will give you an estimate and what they think it's going to take to remedy this situation. And they can really assist in most of the situations out there. So I would highly recommend it. It's a free estimate. They'll come out. They'll test your water. They'll tell you how healthy or healthy it isn't, is or isn't. They'll do all that for you absolutely Free. Absolutely free. The first touchdown in this game was a 16-yarder. It was rushed in by 
Mr. Seuss, whose sister is playing volleyball on the West Coast after starting at Wake Forest. She transferred, portaled out to the West Coast. Easton Seuss. Easton Seuss scored the touchdown. 16 yards. The extra point run was no good. Again, I can't believe it because it was a gaping hole up the middle. And then the last touchdown was scored by Mann. Dominic Mann on a two-yard run. Came with a minute 50 to go in the half. The first touchdown was scored at the 450 mark. And that's the only scoring we've seen in the first half. The Faribault Falcons came close to a score on their first drive. I did not in their second. Faribault has just two first downs in this half. Ten by Cass and Manorville. Comets have 165 yards rushing. They have no receiving. Faribault has uh, no yards receiving. I could have sworn that Cass and Manorville did complete one pass in the first half, but I guess not. Penalties, one for ten for Cass and Manorville. This says two for zero for Faribault. Third down conversions, five of ten are the Comets, one of three are the Falcons. Fourth down conversions, three of four is Cass and Manorville, 0 for three is Faribault. That's what these stats say. Just ten total tackles in the first half by the Comets. 31 time of possession man oh man I told you they own the football might as well just put Cass and Manorville on the ball <laughs> Cass and Manorville had the ball 25 minutes and 8 seconds in the first half Faribault had the ball 7 minutes and 51 seconds that's how much they've been on defense man has 83 yards the touchdown on 19 carries Peterson the quarterback has 4 runs for 28 yards Ricky's got four for 19. Tommy's got three for 14. Sue says the one touchdown for 16. Gills has one for three. And Nelson has two for two, it says here. Nelson, 0 for 1 in the passing department. Gronke leads in tackles. Well, I guess he doesn't lead in tackles. Seuss does. Or no, Darvo does. He has two and a half. Nelson has two. Uh, not the uh, quarterback, Nelson, but Owen Nelson, a 5'9", 200-pound junior. Faribault Falcons. Joey Steinberg has eight and a half tackles at the half. That's quite a half. Four for Yetzer, four for Lightnum, three for Jaden Hart, two and a half for Stessel. Preston Berger's got two. Vogelsberg's got two. Hausen has two. And if I didn't say it, Preston Berger's got two for the Faribault Falcons. And when you're making that many tackles, that means, as I noted, <laughs> you don't have the football very much. It's Garlic's Water Conditioning Halftime Report Time. 
14-0 Cass and Manorville. Fearable Falcons will get the ball to start the second half. Fairway Meat and Grocery is a proud sponsor of Fairbow Falcon Football. Fall is tailgating time. Are you planning your tailgate party? Fairway Meat and Grocery has all your game day party favorites. With USDA choice steaks, fresh produce, snacks, and meat and cheese trays, Fairway meets all your game day needs. Shop online for curbside pickup or grab our weekly ad when you shop the store. Fairway Meat and Grocery is open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. for all your grocery needs. Go Falcons! Do you have kids or grandkids in Fairboat Sports? You could drive the bus and not miss an event. Fairboat Transportation, Minnesota's coaches, invite you to join their team with flexible full and part-time positions as route, athletic event, field trip, and or motor coach drivers. Paid CDL training offered on-site and wages starting at $21 an hour. Call 507-334-5121 or stop into Fairboat Transportation to apply. Fairboat Transportation is proud to safely transport our Fairboat students and athletes. There is nothing on the market like Connecticut. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer. Fairbow Foods has been a pillar of the Fairbow community since 1895 and the leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables is a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Comets are back on the field. The Faribault Falcons are back on the field. As we get ready for half number two, the Falcons will get the ball to start the second half. They have not had the ball much at all in that time of possession category. It's just eye-popping. It really is an eye-popping statistic in the first half. 25.08 for Cass and Manerville and 7.51 for Faribault. My, oh, my. The defense has to be tough. There is nothing on the market like Connecticut water conditioners and no better place to go for them than Garlic's Water Conditioning in Faribault. Connecticut water softeners, filters, and drinking water systems are brilliantly engineered to be the most economical, efficient, and effective at improving the quality of your water, capable of removing just about everything from water that isn't water. Garlic's water conditioning professionals know the water challenges in the area so they can fashion a treatment that works for you. Sign up for a free water analysis at Garlic water.com Monica's Auto Body in Faribault is proud to serve the Faribault area. Monica's Auto Body is a full-service auto body repair shop. For over two decades, they've repaired and improved car bodies in the Faribault area. Monica's can handle anything from a simple dent repair to full frame straightening. Monica's certified technician, state-of-the-art equipment, and relentless commitment to serving their customers will get you back on the road safely and efficiently. Free estimates and loaner vehicles. Monica'sAutoBody.com Monica's Auto Body, where experience matters. Well, that will conclude your garlic's water conditioning halftime report. If you've got problem water, there's no better place to go than garlic's water conditioning. And I got to tell you, I love my Kinetico. It doesn't take any electricity. 
it is awesome. I do not use a ton of salt. I'm a you know a single person. I'm not home a ton, so you know with the no electricity and everything, it's not going to use it unless you're there. So that's one of the other key things I love about my Kinetical. I have clear ice cubes, right? Clear ice cubes. They're not cloudy at all. They're clear, crystal clean are my ice cubes because of that Kinetical conditioner. Kinetical conditioner. <laughs> As we get ready to start the second half, the Falcons will be receiving, going right to left on your radio dial. Will receive and defend the West Bowl to start the second half of play. And a big thank you to Garlic's Water Conditioning. KM Telecom is the place to go if you want high-speed Internet connections over in the Cass and Manorville Dodge Center areas. They do a fantastic job. I want to check out their website. KM Telecom. KM Telecom, that's the name of the stadium there in Casson. Outstanding artificial surface. Here we've got good old-fashioned grass. The Comets get ready to kick off to start the second half, up 14-0. Let's see if Faribault, they've been able to move the ball. Well, the one time they moved it, I guess, the second drive. They only had a couple of drives. So, they had one where they moved it. They had one where they didn't. And the official, I guess, wanted to touch the football. <laughs> Gronke uh, had him touch it, and then he puts it on the tee here on the far side hash mark. Far side at Schultz. Near side, it's Vogelsberg, back deep. He has to readjust the football on the tee on the far side hash mark. And Gronke gets ready to put his foot into it. We get the second half underway, and hopefully it moves as fast as the first one did. That's going to be out of bounds if they let it go. And that's a flag. So they'll get to take the ball out to the 35, right? So they're going to mark the ball at the 35-yard line. That's where the Falcons will start. First and 10. Their second half first possession from the 35 because of the kick out of bounds. They're going to put the ball on the far side hash mark. And so J.J. Schrote and company will bring it out. They did not have much offense. They didn't have the ball much in the first half. Sanchez out over center. Schrote is under center. The power tee. And off up the middle, Schultz had a seam of a hole. He's going to pick up a couple, maybe three yards. Schrote ran off to the right. One of the linebackers in stop that time for the Cass and Matterville Comets was uh, Easton Seuss. The 6'5", 220-pound senior. Sister, a Division One volleyball player. Went to the East Coast to start her career. Used the transfer portal to get to the Pac-10, which is a power volleyball conference. 
And the handoff is going to go up the middle, and he might have a first down. We'll see where they mark this. Schultz says, I got the first down, and the official agrees with him. So Schultz, I just love the way this young man runs. Braden is 5'11". He's 170 pounds. He's a junior. And he just runs really tough. Hart's going to check out here on this play. Hausen's in there, along with Yetzer and Schultz in the middle. Three along each side behind Schrote. Sanchez snaps it. Schrote hands it off, and he almost bobbled it, did Schultz. He ends up getting to midfield on that play, about a five-yard pickup. He almost juggled it out of the exchange, and they'll have it right at midfield. So Faribault trying to get to within a score here. They're down 14 nothing. As Schroet runs to the sideline to get the play. And then he runs back to the huddle. A lot of teams sign in their plays, and you don't have to do that. Trips behind Schroet. He'll hand it off again to Schultz. Schultz breaks a tackle, dives forward, and he's very close. It'll be just short of the first down, I think. It'll be third and one. So third and one. So the huddle breaks. They don't even get the play from Schroet yet, and they, they go up to the ball. Schroet just got back to the huddle. So Schroet takes it, hands it off up the middle to Schultz again. It's the same play. And I think he got the first down. Forward progress should get him the first down, and it did. So he did get the first down to the 45-yard line. It'll be first and 10. And the Falcons are giving the Comets a taste of their own medicine here by dominating the football on this drive. Yeah, nice 10, 12, 13, 14, 15-play drive would be beautiful. They can't score if they don't have the ball. From the 45, first and 10, Falcons right to left on your radio dial. Schultz going to hand it off to Yetzer. He's going to bounce it outside. He's going to use those quick feet. He gets popped pretty good at the end of that play. But he's got a good chunk of change down to about the 38. And But there's a flag on the play, and this is coming back. Again, a flag. On the Falcons, that sputtered them that one drive. And they were moving pretty well. Let's see what this one's on. Rebel was acting like it's on them. And it is. Holding is the call against the Falcons. They're going to march that back to the 45-yard line. Back into Falcon territory at the 45. They'll make it first and 20. So first and 20, and in this offense, uh, at least here in the early going of using it, 20 yards is hard to come by. So there's trips behind Schroed. And again, they bump into each other, and, and that slows down the play. They're going to pick up a couple of yards, and that's it. It's going to be second and 18. 
There was a bad exchange there from Schrote to Schultz. He As he turned to hand it to him, they just kind of <laughs> stopped and met there. You want to get the guy when he's on the move. You shouldn't have to stop to get the ball. So here we are in a second and very long. Almost got to get to Warsaw. Handoff goes to Schultz. He's going to bounce it outside. Then he goes back to the middle. And he goes back to the outside. And he's going to take it down to about the 49-yard line of Casson Manorville. But it's going to be third and extremely long, about 15 from the 49-yard line. So it's going to be about 14 yards, but still, it's a long ways to go on third down. Herbo did have some success passing the ball the first week. Against Concordia Academy, they hit on a couple, too, if I remember right, last week. In this offense, you do not throw the ball a lot, but when you do, it's usually effective. Sanchez comes out over that football. Looks like the rain has stopped here in Faribault. As the handoff is faked, he's in trouble, and he's going to throw it down the field, and it's going to be incomplete. Boy, I tell you, there was a guy bearing down on Schroeder. And he stayed in there just as cool as the other side of the pillow. We got a flag on the play here, and there might be a defensive hold here. Judging by where that flag is. The officials are talking about it, talking about it, and talking about it. And it is a defensive hold. I love it when I make a lucky guess. So the ball is at the 39. And Faribault's drive continues. And they're doing the Comets what the Comets did to them in the first half. They're dominating the football. Only problem is they haven't scored. And they're a long ways from it. They're at the 39. There's that power T. The handoff is up the middle, and he just flies like he shot out of a cannon. Schultz, I just love it. He gets high fives and pats on the derriere and everything else on that play as he takes it all the way down to the 20, what is that, the 28? Hard to see through these moisturized windows. So it'll be first and ten, Schrote under center. Takes the snap, he'll hand off up the middle, and it's Schultz again. And he runs backwards a couple of yards after he gets a hit. And got a terrific block. I mean, a terrific block by Wormerskirchen. That was awesome. Wormerskirchen looked like he was blasted out of a cannon. In Janice Market Grills, where we have our Faribault Coaches Show on Saturday mornings, we'd like to get some more Falcons out there. They came out the first week, and we haven't had them since. And, uh-oh, the guy moved too soon for Faribault. They're going to have to come back. 
official procedure is the call on Fairbo. It'll be a five-yard mark off against the Falcons. He'll bring the ball back to the 28-yard line. So it's going to be a second and ten here after the penalty. They got the snap count or something there. So we got to do it all over again. Only uh, lost it down. Basically, it's six, second and ten. Handoff goes to Hart. Hart's going to bounce it outside. He's going to bounce it outside more. He's going to bounce it outside more, and he's brought down out of bounds, I do believe. After he picks up about oh, five yards, a nice stop there on the play by Jeremiah Peterson. That guy goes both ways for the comments. And I can see why. He is a really good athlete. Sophomore. I'm going to take a guess without knowing that Jeremiah is a wrestler. Comets have great wrestling program, of course. I know Seuss is a basketball player. Handoff goes up the middle. Stetzer made a nice block toward the end of that play. And and Schroet's going to take it. As Schroet got it to the 16-yard line, he just followed his backs, and they really blocked well for him that time. Schultz and Yetzer laid some pretty good blocks on the play. That's first and 10, Falcons at the 17. Again, (laughs) they have had this ball this entire quarter. Handoff goes to Hart. There's not much there. Hart's getting some assistance from some of his teammates. Yetzer and Schultz were trying to push him the other way and trying to bring him down were the Comets. Main man on the play that time for Cass and Manerville was Owen Nelson. There's going to be a loss of a yard. It'll be second and 11. I mean, the millisecond he handed him the ball, there were blue and white jerseys there. So it's Hausen, Schultz, and Yetzer in the backfield. Schroet fumbled the football, and I think the Comets might have it. We will see here when they unstack. Did Faribault get it back? Yetzer got it back. Oof. Wow. Man, I tell you, you go all the way down the field like that, that's a killer there. And I told you we'd have one or two of those tonight with the weather the way it is. Unfortunately, it was the Faribault Falcons that had one. So it's going to be third down. They actually gain yardage on the play. It'll be third and about seven. Schultz in the middle to the right of him is Yetzer, to the left of him is Hausen. And Schroet will hand it off. And wishes he would have handed it off to Yetzer because he might have had a touchdown. He gave it to Schultz, and they're keying on him now. And why wouldn't you? So it's going to be fourth down and about nine. Well, you hate to have a long drive like this end in nothing. That's going to be a tall order here, though, to get the nine. The trips behind Schroep, the quarterback. Get a penalty, hurt him. 
He's going to roll to his right, Schroed. He's got nobody on that end. He's going to go to the other side. He's got nowhere to go there. Tries to bounce it outside, and he'll be brought down. As he ran off to the right, there was nothing there. He ran over to the left. There was nothing there, and he was never able to advance the ball. So the Comets are going to take over after that very long drive. Nothing. Two minutes and 55 seconds to go in the third quarter. They ate up nearly the entire third quarter, but have nothing to show for it. Be first and ten Comets. Ball at the 21-yard line. Their first possession of this half Almost a whole quarter eaten up by Faribault. So Peterson's moving the guy. He's under center. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off. Man tries the right side, runs backwards a little ways. Getting up off the bottom of the pile for Faribault is Deshaun Davis, the 5'9", 165-pound senior. So the ball's at the uh, 25. 2.23 and counting, 14 nothing. Cass and Manorville leads. KM Telecom, that's the place to go for high-speed internet. Handoff goes off to the left. He breaks through. This is a new back, and I'll get you who he is in a moment. On the tackle that time for Faribault. The Faribault Falcons tackler was Cooper Lightnum. And carrying the ball was Peter Gillis. He's a 160-pound senior. So Gillis gets the first down. They're at the 32. And off goes off to the right. He's got a gaping hole. He's still running. And he's going to have a chunk of change out to midfield. And there's that sophomore again. Housen, who wears number four, tackle number four, Peterson, who just just runs with some ferocity. We'll take it down to the 50-yard line. It'll be first and ten, Casson Manorville. That line really is a good one. They're all athletic and can move. Peterson under center, takes the snap. He'll hand it off up the middle. And they're met there. Oglesburg was there. Lightning was there. Man took the hand off and picks up a couple of yards. That's about it. He had 83 yards at the half. So he's well on his way to a 100-yard game. The long gainer in this drive was by Jeremiah Peterson, the sophomore. It'll be second and eight. One receiver wide left to spread that defense a little bit. He'll hand off to the left man, sees a hole. He runs through it. He's still running. He's still running. He'll take it down to the 30-yard line of Faribault. Man, oh, man. Took it all the way down to the 30-yard line. First and ten comments. Took it all the way down to the 30-yard line. 
and your safeties are making stops, that's not a real good side. Oglesburg's led this team in tackles. He's a good tackler, don't get me wrong, but... So wingback goes in motion. Again, they're going to pitch it to him. He's at the 30, the 25, breaks a couple of tackles. He's inside the 20, down to about the 15, 16-yard line. And the Comets will continue to just... Well, Faribault had to be tired. I mean, they had the ball seven minutes the whole first half. The defense just... (laughs) How can you not get worn down? And it's a muggy night and... A dreary night, and Cass and Manerville's going to let the clock wind down to end the third quarter. They've got a 14 nothing lead as the clock ticks to the end of the third quarter. We'll start the fourth quarter with the Cass and Manerville Comets ahead of the Faribault Falcons, 14 to nothing. You're listening to Faribault Falcons versus Cass and Manerville Comets football on Power 96. First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna presents the story of Bill and Penny. Penny coined many phrases and has always flipped when it comes to making a decision. Bill prefers his thoughts on paper. Penny saved herself from embarrassing situations in the past, earning accolades from a quarter of her friends. Bill is more current. See, he lives in the present. But one thing Penny and Bill can both agree on. First United Bank understands their value. It just makes sense to trust First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna. Member FDIC. All right, we get ready to start the fourth quarter. Cass and Manorville on the march again. And you get the sense scoring two touchdowns in a quarter is tough enough. To score three would be asking a lot. So Faribault really needs a stop here. They almost had a stop earlier. It was fourth down. They ended up and give them a penalty first down. We start the fourth quarter. Play will be first down and 10 from the 16-yard line of Faribault for Casson Manorville. So Peterson comes under center for the 16. It's first and 10 and... They're in Faribault territory. A fake pitch and a handoff. There's a trap, and he's going to go all the way to the touchdown. Not a single green jersey. I mean, not a single green jersey was in the neighborhood. Tommy scores, and he had nothing but green in front of him. It was a, a wingback trap, it appeared. Tommy. 11.54 to go. He scores on the 16-yarder. I mean, there was nobody, no green jerseys around him at all. So Cass and Vanderbilt going for two here. They missed the first one, which was hard to believe because it was a gaping hole up the middle. Long count Peterson. He'll pitch it, running off to the left and getting in is the Comet. As they handed the ball off to Emmett Ricks. Ricks, a six foot, 170 pound senior, gets the two point conversion. Ricks, two point run is good, and the Comets are in the driver's seat. Up 22 to nothing with 11.54 to go in the game. 
Well, it's a bummer that Faribault dominated third quarter, had the ball almost the entire quarter, and ended up not scoring. That was a killer. Their first drive of the game, they moved right down the field, and they didn't score. And if you throw those two touchdowns in there, who knows? So this game, if you look at the stats, completely dominated by the Comets. But just a couple of plays away from being a really good football game. If I'm the Faribault coaching staff, I'm not at all too dejected here. They've played toe-to-toe with a very good football team. And they're still learning this offense. So Gronke gets ready to kick it off. Excuse me, it's been a long day. I was at work at 6 this morning. And the kick is an end-over-end kick that's going to be taken at the 25. He's at the 30. Lightning takes it to the 35, and that's where they'll start first and 10 from the 35-yard line. That's where they started their last game. I mean, last drive. (laughs) Oh, my. 11.49 to go, and I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to say you got to score here. From the 37-yard line, they'll start first and 10, 37. Nobody's been able to, the rain has stopped. You might be able to throw the football here. Almost have to. Down three scores now, 22 rip. A handoff goes to Hausen, nothing there. He's going to lose yardage. I'm telling you, the millisecond he had the football, there was a guy right there. Talk about penetration. Shooting through is 52, Tyler Paulson for the Comets. Loss of four on the play. Loss back to the 34. No, well, maybe three. Schroeder under center. They're going to try the right side this time with Yetzer. Yetzer was unable to break the tackle that time. He got some really good wrestlers out here, right, that know all about tackling. On the stop that time was Owen Nelson again, the 5'9", a 200-pound junior. Ball's at the 39-yard line. 10.48 to go. 39-yard line. Be third down at about seven. Sanchez over center. Yetzer. Schultz and uh, Housen. He's going to throw. He's going to throw it out here. It's caught. And he broke a tackle, and then he had to go out of bounds. Did Schultz. He was forced out of bounds on the near sideline. So it's going to be fourth and extremely long here. The ball's at the 41, and they'll punt. From the 41-yard line. So Schroed, remember, he's the quarterback. is back to punt the ball. And I don't know if you could pull off a fake here, but it might be the time to do her. It's 22 to nothing. There's 10.26 to go. You got nothing to lose. You're already not going to. Well, he's going to kick it, but it's not a good one at all. 
They'll go out of bounds here at about the 30. Let's see where they mark this. They're going to mark this way, way up to the 50. Uh, he's still marching. Right at midfield, they're going to put the ball. Oh, my word. That thing went straight up and a wobble, wobble, wibble, wobble, 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 and went to the 50-yard line. Maybe they should have faked. 50-yard line is where they're going to start. So 22 to nothing, 10-13 to go. And if you're the Comets, you just want to let that clock ticky-tock. You're wet. You want to just get home, take a shower, and go to bed. Peterson under center. He'll hand it off up the middle. And only a couple of yards there. Some extracurriculars after the play. <laughs> Boy, talking about a great game. Joey Steinberg, without a doubt, is going to be one of our Malika's Autobody Crunch Time players of this game. He had eight and a half tackles in the first half. He had almost double-digit tackles in a half. Receiver wide right. A fake handoff. Peterson takes it himself. There might be a hold on the right side that wasn't called. I mean, I think it will be called. I mean, there's no question he held him. He pinned him to the ground, for God's sake. It was Hunter Bjerke who was out there guarding Shoop, and he just held him to the ground. I'm assuming that's what they saw. That's what my binoculars saw. They're talking to Faribault. Well, there's no question you take this, is there? A hold? Holding is the indication on the field against Cassie Manorville. Yep. Now, wasn't much doubt about that one. They're going to march it from the 50. It'll be back to the 40. Well, actually, the 42 is where they're putting it. Markoff will bring the ball back to the KM 42. Meanwhile, there's nine minutes and 22 seconds, and the clock is ticky-tucking away. Fairball doesn't come back in this. They're going to suffer their second loss. We're halfway through the season. They host Austin next week. As Peterson hands it off and grabbing the ankles, lighting them on the stop. As he handed it off again to Emmett Ricks, or excuse me, Ricky, Emmett Ricky, the senior. I think I said Ricks earlier. I printed off the roster from the high school league website, and of course I had to have it about a two font to be able to get it on two pages. There's just no good way to print off rosters anymore. There's a handoff, a, looks like a wingback trap, and he's going to, Peterson just, he's such a strong runner. He's going to take it down to about the 43-yard line. Most of the way, there was interference by the Falcons, but that's about all it was. I mean, they weren't able to grab his legs. I had a coach that used to say, tackle the legs, take away their legs. They can't run without their legs. If you try to tackle too high, they can keep running. 
So it's fourth down and about three from the 43-yard lines of Faribault. The double wing, Peterson under center. Man in motion. That gets Faribault jumps offside again. And that'll give him a first down. It was fourth and three. There's been a few of those in this game. I mean, you can't do that against anybody, let alone a really good football team. So from the 38, it's first and 10, Cass and Manorville with seven and a half minutes to go, up 22 rip and on their way maybe for another score. Peterson hands it off, and this time they stymie Mr. Peterson. Lightning was up there real quick with penetration. He helps up his buddy on the stop. It was uh, also for the Falcons was uh, Roman Garcia, the 6'3", 260-pound senior. Got helped up by his teammate. So here we go, second and ten. And Peterson under center. He's going to hand it off to Man. Man breaks one tackle, and he broke a second tackle, but he wasn't going to break the third one. Getting up off the bottom of the pile is Yetzer, who is playing very well for a guy who uh, left the game early last week and appeared to have some sort of a neck injury. I didn't think we'd see him this week, but he's here. And he's played well. So 6.24 to go. Faking the motion, now going back to the original position is Peterson. He's going to hand it off up the middle, and man is going to take it. Deshaun Davis comes up to make the stop, but not before he gets the first down. Down to the 24-yard line of the Falcons. I think the Falcons are out of gas. And who can blame them? They have lived on the football field. They dominated the ball in the third quarter, but the whole first half, Cass and Manorville had the ball, and now they're owning it again. They have dominated the trenches. The Peterson under center. Again, in motion is that wing back. He's going to keep it, pitch it to the wing back. He's going to bounce it outside, bounce it outside some more. He'll carry a guy for the first down, it appears. Man, I tell you, he is a tough customer. Shoop was over there, also on the stop with Steinberg, who's got to have double-digit tackles by now. <laughs> His uniform's pretty dirty, too. So the ball's just outside the 15. It's second down and a couple. Peterson under center. He'll take it. He'll fake a pitch. He'll hand it off. And you know, nice job there. Stetzel comes knifing through. And he'll stop. He will stop Jeremiah Peterson, the 5'11", 180-pound sophomore. Kyle Nelson, the starting quarterback, is a senior. Only throwing one pass in this game. 
They haven't needed to throw. He'll fake the handoff. He'll run off to his left. He's got some running room, and he's going to be taking it down to about the five. Pulling his leg out from under him, like we said to do earlier, was Brewer Wolf. Brewer's a 6'4", 185-pound sophomore. He just grabbed his leg and brought it out from underneath him. Like he was roping a calf. So the ball's at about the five. It'll be first and goal, Cass and Manorville. See if I can get some crowd noise there. There's a little bit of crowd noise, mostly wind. Peterson will hand it off up the middle. Man. As he takes it. To about the one-yard line, it appears. Or he's stacked up there by a host of Falcons. Maybe the two-yard line. Getting a little more beef in there. The Faribault Falcons are going to bring Garcia in the game. Second and goal from uh, about the one or two. Peterson... Gonna hand it off, and Mann's got the touchdown. So a one-yard touchdown run by Mann. Mann on the one-yard scoring run for the Cummins. Remember that followed the short punt. They started this drive at the 50-yard line. Three twenty-seven to go. They score again, and they pretty much have the win secured here. 28 nothing with 3.27 to go. If the Falcons scored 28 points in 3 minutes and 27 seconds, we would have a story for you. It would be nationwide on ESPN. So under center is Peterson. Or I mean Nelson. Nelson's going to hand it off. And man, I don't think he got in. Oh, they say he did get in. Well, that one didn't look like he got in, and he did. And the first one looked like he got in, and he didn't. (laughs) Two minutes, three minutes, 27 seconds to go. It's 30 to nothing. Casson Manterville. They have dominated play here today at the Casson Manterville Comets. You're listening to Falcon Football on Power 96. Metcon Companies is a proud supporter of Faribault Public Schools and wishes best of luck to all the players in today's contest. Metcon is a family of commercial construction companies founded in 1978. They are your single source partner for commercial and industrial construction. As a full service general contractor with a complete range of capabilities, their motto is, we can do it. To learn more about Metcon, go to their website, met-con.com. Go Falcons! Well, the Colorado Buffaloes were defeated today by Oregon. Uh, Deion Sanders says, we played like hot garbage. Whatever that means. We played like hot garbage, he says. (laughs) Okay. I got to figure that one out. What is hot garbage? I don't know, man, but I love listening to it. Nearside uh, hash mark, the kick is a wobbly one. And it's going to bounce out of bounds, I think. 
Well, it was out of bounds with the 42, so you're not going to take it at the 35. You're going to take it at the 40, well, maybe the 41. In any event, they're going to have good field position here. Let's see if they can get on the board. Came close a couple times, and then the penalties really hurt them in those drives. And a few offsides in this game. That's just a lack of concentration there. So the ball's going to be at the, well, he doesn't know where he wants to put it. After the procedure, a five-yard markup against Cam for the kick out of bounds, and Turbo will start the possession. First and 10 at the 47. So they're going to mark it at the 47-yard line. They have 327 to work with here. Schroet's going to hand it off, bouncing it outside. Is the uh, running back is going to take it out of bounds? He gets wrestled out of bounds. The Hart with the ball carry. Hart will take it down to the 47 of Cass and Manorville. About a six-yard pickup. It'll be second and four. As Schroet went to the sideline to get the play, and I think they sent somebody in with the play. And I think that somebody is Vogelsberg. Bill pretty in tight like they always are. The handoff is up the middle, and there's nothing doing. It's all stacked up. They tried to get it to Schultz, and they've pretty much been keying on him. <laughs> One of the guys on the stop there for Cass and Manorville was Griffin Grover Griffin Grover, the 5'10", 200-pound sophomore. Remember, high-speed internet, the place to go is KM Telecom in Casson for your high-speed connections. 2.45 to go in this one. Comets are going to win. They have one loss on the season to Stewartville. Up the near sideline is hard. He is not going to go all the way. He was stiff-arming a guy as he's running out of bounds. <laughs> I love his attitude. He may not be a big guy, Jaden Hart. He's 5'10", 165, but he plays bigger. He didn't take any guff from that comet. 2.35 to go. Again, triple T, the power T. Hand off to Hart, bounces it outside. And he's going to pick up a few yards. Yeah, the commas have been keying a bit on Schultz because he ran for a number of yards. And so now the Falcons are, the, are able to get Hart free for some outside yards. Pretty good looking drive here. It'll be second down. Of course, the kick out of bounds helped him there on the kickoff. And it was a short kick. Coming, breaking free is Schultz. Schultz trying to break one more tackle. If he'd gotten that last tackle broke, he would have had a touchdown. But he didn't get it broke. He takes it down to about the 10-yard line. Dragged down by number nine, Hunter Schultz is limping a bit on that right ankle. 
So it's first and goal from the 10. Let's see if the Falcons can score here. A minute 50 to go. 30 to nothing, Casson Manorville. Schroet looks out over that defense. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off. Schultz saw the hole plugged, and he bounced it outside, takes it down to about the five-yard line. So pick up a five on the play. Clock ticking at 126 and going. Schultz comes back to the huddle. Joined there by Hausen. And Hart. Schroet takes the snap. He'll fake the handoff to one guy, Schultz. He'll hand it off to Hausen. Hausen's going to take it down to about the two-yard line. So a pickup of a few on the play. It'll be third and goal from the two, it appears. And I don't know if Faribault can power it in here. We'll see. Jason Manerville brings in uh, another person at the nose guard position. This is Espinosa Diego. He's 285, a junior. Right side, it's a touchdown for the Falcons. Schultz gets in there from two yards out. Two yard scoring run. For the Had a good block off there on the right side. It appeared by Nate Lockerbie, the 6'4 sophomore, 250. And that's where they went. They went the right side, and he got it in from two yards out, so the Falcons do get on the board at least. Conclusion of our game, we'll need to pick our Malika's Auto Body Crunch Time Fairable Player or Players. The game comes with 22 seconds to go. Schroed gets the two-point pass. Completed to Lightnum. So Lightnum scores. And now we're going to see with 22 seconds to go, they can practice their onside kick. I mean, why not? Just practice your onside kick against somebody else. Plus, it's an exciting play. And the fans deserve an exciting play. They sat in heavy rain for most of the first half. Cassin Manerville brought a lot of people here on the cross the way on a really wet night. I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I'd be sitting outside. If I wasn't sitting in a press box, I probably wouldn't be here. I'm just being honest. And I love watching high school football, but I, I'm not going to get soaked doing it if I cannot do it. So Schrote is going to practice the onside kick, I would think. There it is. Bumpity, bumpity, bump, and uh, guy gets it at the 48. He didn't get a high enough bounce on that last one. Comments will have it at the 48-yard line. Their own. And they'll run out the clock here. 21 seconds. They just need to take a knee is all they need to do. 
So I'm assuming they're going to come out in the take a knee formation. And your final score is going to be 30 to 8. 30 to 8 with Faribault scoring their only score with about 22 seconds to go in the game. They had a great opening drive to Faribault. After the comments went right down the field and scored on their opening drive. Faribault had a really good answer, but then they got bogged down with a penalty, and that happened every time they had a drive. As he takes the knee, and their final score is going to be Cass and Manerville 30, Faribault Falcons 8. We'll have your final statistics. We'll have your Monica's Auto Body Crunch Time Faribault players of this game. Our Tom's Lock and Key Key to the game was the line play. And we knew that Cass and Manerville came in here with a very good offensive line. And to be quite honest, I think for the most part, the Faribault... You know, held their own. I mean, obviously, they dominated play in the first half. couple penalties extended drives, too, that that was unfortunate from Faribault's point of view. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. We were cooking all of Dad's favorites for his 80th. <sighs> Things were not going smoothly. Oh, stop, stop. Something started burning in the oven. Then the air conditioner quit and we were burning. I called in a Mana dealer. He installed a multi-speed, energy-efficient Amana brand air conditioner. So, everything turned out cool. See FairbowAir.com for details. How important is security to you and your family? Tom's Lock and Key gives you that peace of mind. Security. With combination changes, car openings, auto lock service, rekeying, safe repair, to new installation. Security has never been more important. Whether it's a business or home, Tom's Lock and Key reminds you if you haven't updated your business locks in the past five years, you should to ensure your keyholder list is up to date. Tom's Lock and Key, 1220A Northwest 4th Street, two blocks east of Arby's in Fairbow, 332-2777. Good luck, Falcon. KM Telecom's fiber optic network provides the fastest internet in the area. Don't wait and wait for your files or videos to download. Switch to KM Telecom's Whip It Full Boogie Internet, 20 times faster than cable and consistently fast even at peak times. Up to one gig internet for efficient work and more play with unlimited internet data included with every km telecom internet package free 24 7 internet tech support free use of a modem km telecom cast and get the details at kmtel.com that's kmtel.com well the game got started late due to lightning uh we're still waiting for the final statistics if we get them here soon we'll share them with you our players of the game, courtesy of Malika's Auto Body, there's not a, any question in my mind, <laughs> and shouldn't be in any of yours, that Joey Steinberg is one of our players of the game. And again, that's without seeing the final stats, which just came in. 30 to 8, our final score. In the second half, no quarter touchdowns in the third, in the fourth. Tommy had a 16-yard touchdown run. Ricky, a three-yard touchdown run. Mann had a one-yard touchdown run. And, of course, there were some two-point conversions in there. 30-8 to eight 
Braden Schultz scores from a couple yards out. Cooper Lightnum caught a three-yard pass for the two-point conversion. 30-8 to eight is your final score. First downs, Cass and Manerville, 19, Faribault, 10. Yards rushing, 299 for Cass and Manerville, 157 for Faribault. I won't even go over the passing because there's not much to report. Penalties, 5 for 19, it says here, for Faribault. Seems like more than that. Cass and Manerville had 3 for 25. Third down conversion, 7 for 13 were the Comets. 5 of 10 was Faribault. Not bad at all against a really good team. 4 of 5 and 4th downs for Cass and Manerville. 0 for 5 for Faribault. Remember, Faribault had 31 tackles at halftime. They had 16 in the second half. And uh, Cass and Manerville finished with 34 total tackles. Time of possession ended 40-11 for Cass and Manerville. 28-22 for the Faribault Falcons. Man at 128 yards, two touchdowns, 27 runs. Peterson had nine runs for 63 yards. Tomey had five for 44 and a touchdown. Seuss had a 16-yard touchdown as well. Nelson, the quarterback, only threw one time. It was not complete. I thought, sure, he had a completion. But uh, maybe I was thinking of Carlton game. Who knows? The um, defensive leaders for Cass and Manorville, there are no eye-popping tackle numbers because Farewell didn't have the ball a lot. Nelson, not, uh, not the quarterback, Nelson, but the linebacker, Nelson, and that is... Owen Nelson led the team with six and a half tackles. Grover had three and a half. So did Darvo. Three each for Peterson. That's Jeremiah Peterson, who also was a running back, the sophomore. And uh, let's see here. I had my balls on another three. Seuss had three tackles. For Faribault. Eleven and a half tackles for Joey Steinberg. Ben Stessel had four and a half. Five for Isaac Yetzer. Cooper Lightnum had seven. J.T. Housen, Oliver Shoup, each had two and a half. Deshaun Davis had three. And uh, Jaden Hart had three and a half in the in the game for the Faribault Falcons. So in addition to Steinberg, Lightnum. And uh, Yetzer and that's going to be our players of the game, courtesy of Malika's Auto Body. Our crunch time Faribault players of the game are going to be Joey Steinberg, Cooper Lightnum, and Isaac Yetzer. Did an outstanding job as uh, that defense had to get worn down. It's raining hard again here. How's that for perfection? The game is over, and it is pouring. I mean, just absolutely sheets, or should I say falcons. It's pouring falcons. There is nothing on the market like Connecticut water conditioners and no better place to go for them than Garlic's Water Conditioning in Faribault. Connecticut water softeners, filters, and drinking water systems are brilliantly engineered to be the most economical, efficient, and effective at improving the quality of your water, capable of removing just about everything from water that isn't water. Garlic's water conditioning professionals know the water challenges in the area so they can fashion a treatment that works for you. Sign up for a free water analysis at garlicswater.com. 
Got one more player to announce, an offensive player. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or a big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Well, our other player of the game, courtesy of Monica's Auto Body, our crunch time player is going to be Braden Schultz. He ran for 121 yards tonight against a very good cast and Manerville defense. Jaden Hart had six carries for 37 yards. Hausen had five for five. Yetzer had one for five. And Schroed had three for negative 11. So, again, those are going to be your players. It's going to be Steinberg, Leitnam, Yetzer, and Schultz. Schultz. Or Schultz, the uh, running back there for the Faribault Falcons. Thanks to all of our super sponsors tonight who made our broadcast possible. Thanks for sticking with us, those of you who did. We had a long rain delay. I think we started, I didn't even look at my watch when we started the game, but it had to be about a 50-minute delay. And a big thank you to the Federated Insurance, Federated Mutual out of Owatonna. Tom's lock and key are keys to the game. Well, number one was line play because we knew Casamata had a great line coming in. This is one. And by and large, even though they did nominate time of possession and, you know, that sort of thing, I thought the line did fairly well. And I'll, I'll be curious to hear what the coach has to say about that. KM Telecom and Casson, you want high-speed Internet, they're the place to go. First United Bank, Faribault, Faribault. Uh, transportation, Garlic's Water Conditioning brought you our halftime report, and they bring you all the stats from these games. Metcon Companies, Faribault Foods, Fairway Grocery, Amesbury Truth, and again, Malika's Auto Body brings you each and every week our Malika's Auto Body Crunch Time Faribault Players of the Game. Again, next week, I believe it is homecoming. The Austin Packers will be here to take on the Faribault Falcons next Friday night. Friday night, back to Friday night lights as the Faribault Falcons will be hosting the Packers. We'll get underway about 645 right here on Power 96 Radio. I know Monday we've got soccer for the uh, Triton, Kenyon, Wanamingo, Hayfield team. They're hosting Caledonia over at Woldy Hitfield and Dodge Center. A soccer match, girls soccer. We have a girls soccer match for the Faribault Falcons next Thursday, if I remember right. They travel to... Albert Lee to take on the Tigers. We'll have that on the airwaves as well next week. And uh, I don't remember what else we have. I think we might have a volleyball match on Tuesday, but I really don't remember for sure. And quite frankly, I'm about as as tired as I've been in a long time. Have a great weekend, everybody. Your final score for the final time here, 30-8. to Cass and Manville dominates and defeats the Faribault Falcons in the high school football action Saturday night on Power 96, backed to Southern Minnesota's best 